I heard the other day someone actually speaking about simplicity at one of the groups and they beautifully put it that simplicity is actually a bit bizarre. And I thought that summed up perfectly because when you're fluent in the language of condition and complication, that's your natural default. So learning to make things simple and translating it to simplicity, it can feel clunky, awkward, and it can be a real challenge at the time. So be gentle with yourself while you're learning the language of simplicity. I'm Jacqueline Campion and you're listening to Calling It Out, the podcast where we get curious about what complete freedom means to you. Hello and welcome to season four, episode three, where we are exploring, we being me, um, exploring the topic of simplicity. So um, I just had to come back and re-record the introduction for this episode because after 30 minutes of speaking about simplicity, what that episode has helped me to do has come back to the point that it really comes down to awareness, acceptance and action. I got lost several times while recording this episode which really reiterated the point that I could do with listening to my own theory sometimes. So the experience of recording this episode really also highlighted for me as well that sometimes when we feel like we're lost or we don't know where we're going, that that too can serve a greater purpose in the bigger picture. What am I learning and what am I learning about myself? Hopefully, you find this episode useful. I really wanted to explore this topic because coming back to episode one of this season, I have started to really just question a lot of things and come back to the foundations of freedom. And simplicity is one of them. Why is simplicity so important and why is it so important to value simplicity well to look at why it's so important to value simplicity it does take kind of switching to the other side for the moment and looking at what happens when we value complexity so flipping it on its side when we have a lot of self-limiting beliefs when we have a lot of conditioned thinking when we are fluent in the language of criticism and self-destruction and there's a lot of can'ts have to needs to should why what if when there's a lot of this language it can lead to that's really a language of fear as opposed to the language of freedom and trusting and love when we look at something and we overcomplicate it so say for example you coming back to the first question um with season four, episode one. What is it that we want? So you look at maybe something that you want, something that you want to experience in your life. And straight away, you'll almost hear that conditioned part of the mind, that egoic part of the mind, that false sense of self. And when I talk about the false sense of self, that kind of self-concept, our self-concept is really a collection of thoughts that we have about ourselves and the world around us a lot of the time. So when you think about and talk about maybe what you want, often we can just straight away hear the automatic response 
from the condition and the egoic self saying all the reasons why we can't do that or it's not the right time or why we should wait or why it's so hard or it's impossible. So for example, if you talk about maybe wanting to free yourself from emotional distress or you want to come away from people pleasing or perfectionism, if you want to free yourself, for example, of people pleasing, so coming away from that life where your sense of safety and security is based on what you perceive people are thinking of you, what you're going to have to do is put yourself in situations where you are trusting yourself and listening to yourself and saying yes to yourself more and saying no to other people. Now, the condition wants to protect itself. So it's going to come up with lots of reasons to avoid and to justify that. So there can be lots of complex and complicated stories there of why we can't do that and you know there's too many maybe family politics or I can't that person's actually going through quite a challenging time at the moment it wouldn't be the right time to do it or I would do that but I'd be afraid if you really listen carefully to yourself listen to the language and if the language has that conditioned thinking into it and it can often be very conditioned thinking is often very fast and complex And it's almost like building this wall around what it is that you actually want. It puts a finite on what potentially could be infinite possibilities. And that's really what freedom is. There is a world of possibilities for many of us. And yes, there can be challenges and there can be walls to break down. And it's not always that easy, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it's not possible. So, When we keep it very simple, when you keep something simple, it often is a precursor for action. And then when we take action, we experience real fundamental change, real fundamental change at the core. So really effective change that lasts. And to experience that kind of change that is going to be leading us to our freedom and our emotional freedom it is going to require some discomfort because we've been living within this cage almost of conditioned thinking. These, this kind of model that we've put in place for ourselves, this mental construct of what is good and what is bad and how we should be and how we shouldn't be. And a lot of us kind of build a life and we live within that and we can almost have ourselves, we're convinced that we live quite freely. And to bring it back to my own personal experiences of why I've decided to just kind of pair things back for this season. I would have said that I felt fairly free over the last 10 years. But as I said, from my experiences and having gotten some feedback and, you know, experiencing, you know, aggression and abuse, that really brought me to a place where I was shook to my core. So it really was It brought me to a place where I then questioned everything. I was questioning myself. I was questioning the world around me. I was questioning my relationships. I was questioning my sense of self-worth. Where was it coming from? And that can be something to really get excited about. So when we keep something very simple, this is what I want. Okay, so what needs to happen for me to actually experience that? What would the first step look like towards actually getting that? Now, even you can almost hear the conditioned thinking and the fear coming in, almost justifying all the reasons why we shouldn't or we can't do that or that it's too hard. So keeping it simple is often going to bring it to a place where you're going to be getting it done. 
Why is it so important to value simplicity? So you can actually do something about it. So you can actually experience change. Our complex and complicated thinking is often another way to actually avoid those edges, avoid meeting ourselves where it's really quite uncomfortable. To bring it back, as I said, to my own personal experiences, when I was really faced with the idea of putting myself out there and the ideas that I have and the theories that I have and to be really met with what would you say, a strong sense of being told that I'm wrong and dangerous and it is dangerous to listen to to what I am teaching. That, for me, I remember even that day when I had received those kind of anonymous um, messages. I literally went into shock. And it reminded me a lot about even when I would challenge myself in my experiences with eating distress and emotional distress. I knew I wanted to be free. I didn't want to live with this cage built around me of conditions on my freedom, I suppose. And that day, and then over the course of a few days and weeks when I was receiving those messages... I, my mind went into a complete spiral. So matched with what was happening within my body, it was going into shock. I could barely walk. I could get out of the bed. I was, I felt like I was almost traumatized, to be honest. And I know that term can often be thrown around, but I literally was going into a state of shock. And with all that adrenaline and cortisol running around my body, wanting to a mixture of fight, flight, freeze, a whole cocktail of intense emotions. You can imagine the impact of what was happening in my body, what impact that was having on my thinking. So I literally believed and was heard voices in my head telling me that this is me finished. Finished as a human being, finished as a friend, as a partner, as a professional. It really exposed the core of some little weeds that were there that I wasn't really aware of until this experience really gifted me with the opportunity to look a little deeper and say, is there maybe some sneaky little conditions on my freedom? And so many of us are on lots of different journeys. So let's say, for example, even with our bodies, with nutrition, with our relationships, if you really want to learn why you do something, stop doing it and see what comes up. Now, what you can experience can be genuine. It can feel terrifying. The level of discomfort and I would say disorientation, your head can go into a spin. It can be very frightening at first. But what needs to happen is actually keeping it simple, practicing, dropping into the body, relaxing, releasing and reassuring, relaxing, releasing and reassuring. This is not a time to start analyzing whether it's your father wound or your mother wound or it's something being triggered. When the body is going into so turmoil it is that energy that is coming up that blocked energy relaxing releasing and reassuring 
being gentle with ourselves it's actually riding the wave of that so you could be exam- you could be challenging maybe you could be for example someone is experiencing some over exercising you could be experiencing emotional overeating you could be experiencing deprivation you could be experiencing people pleasing so even sometimes saying no to the condition whatever that condition is in place at the moment saying no even bringing awareness that level of discomfort and disorientation come back into the seat as the observer be a David Attenborough of your life and turn your fears into fascination breathing into it shaking out that energy releasing that with whatever way and actually slowing down so when we've got very complicated thinking we can actually have ourselves we're so good at terrifying ourselves talk about canceling canceling culture it wouldn't be as effective if we weren't so quick to cancel ourselves. So we have to come back and yes, there's movements that need to happen in society, but let's bring it back to the core. So part of me, when I wanted to go into fight, let's say I got, I got quite a, a bit of a passive aggressive email the other day and I was noticing what was bringing up for me. And, you know, that kind of egoic side that was trying to protect itself was almost thinking, you know, how did someone speaking to me like that? I, I don't deserve to be spoken like that. And a lot of, I wanted to be kind of blame and that person shouldn't be speaking. So you can hear even that kind of p- blame is transferring your pain onto somebody else. So actually what can be more effective? Keep it very simple. What part of me is actually experiencing this kind of, what part of me sees this as a problem? The part of me that wants to be respected, the part of me that wants to be experiencing a sense of belonging. Well, a lot of the time, as I've often said, what you want from other people, if you feel like you're not getting it, it's a wonderful opportunity to start practicing it to yourself. Fill your cup up internally and you won't be so dependent on needing and wishing and hoping for certain things to come from the outside. Keeping it simple gets it done. Not do complexity. And there's so much information now, and I'm saying it all the time, more self-help books, more self-help podcasts, more programs, more retreats. And on a personal and professional level, I don't see it having the impact that is often intended. I actually often see the virus is now adapting to all of these new theories keep it simple what would it look like you want to come out of your comfort zone what would that look like what would that feel like what would I need to believe about myself how can I support myself at this time 15 minutes talking about simplicity um (laughs) how do we do it so you have to be honest with yourself, right? Because part of you is going to love the complex thinking and to be experiencing emotional distress and eating distress, you know, you have to be highly intelligent, not to be biased here, right? But this is a hijacked intelligence. It's hijacked by fear. It's a terrorism on oneself, all right? So you do need to just kind of ask that question of like, do, am I willing to do what it takes to experience freedom? Am I ready to let go of over intellectualizing and complicating in an effort to avoid discomfort because if you are dedicating your life to avoiding discomfort and living in your comfort zone well that is a lifelong suffering so it is actually first and foremost step one deciding that we no longer want to suffer and if we can learn from our pain and our discomfort because there's a difference from pain and suffering yes this brings up disorientation discomfort and pain but if we learn from our pain we can experience more joy 
Now, I don't know about you, but the last couple of months I've been having, I'm in the market for a bit of joy. So, keeping it simple, bringing awareness, okay? Actually, so I was speaking to someone about this during the week and um, talking about simplicity, and I often get the response of like, I think I'm actually past that. If you are practicing self-destructive behaviors, you're not past it. We are not past it. That's the intellect talking, okay? Our behaviors, it goes thinking, feeling, behavior. Bring awareness to your language. Listen carefully and whether the can'ts, have to, shoulds, need to, pressure, I wish, I'm afraid that, really thinking it, inking it. If you feel like you're experiencing a big problem, Okay. Instead of, okay, what should I do? I've got a big problem here. What part of you is seeing this as a problem? And what does that part of you need in this moment of time? So bring awareness to complicated thinking. And even then actually matching it. What would it look like if I was keep it simple? Stop, slow down, simple thinking, using your senses. So dropping down into the body, so important because activating that parasympathetic nerve is so important to help encourage more clarity of mind. Physical is, your physical well-being is so important as well. Nourishing your body. If you are hungry, angry, lonely, tired, everything, you're going to have much more complex um, complicated thinking. So it's so important to even check in. Am I hungry, angry, lonely, tired, overwhelmed? So check in that first. And that can even be simple. Sometimes some of us feel like punching a pillow or getting a towel and twisting it. And I like a little bit of F therapy every now and again. So even just expressing that. Some of us just find it more helpful to go and take a cold shower and drop into the breath for 10 seconds. Breathing in for three, holding for three, exhaling for three thinking it, inking it, whatever works for you to just release, relax, release and reassure. Because this comes from experience. When when I was experiencing the last couple of months where I actually felt my, my whole entire world was crumbling around me and that is no exaggeration. When you feel like that, part of us does actually die off when we experience these things because it brought me back to when I was freeing myself from eating distress. When I was challenging what the bully in my head was telling me, it really felt like, oh God, I can't cope. And it's continuing to expose ourselves to this discomfort and then actually coming to the realizations and the learnings and that your body also knows, do you know what? I'm going to be okay. I've, I was always going to be okay. I am okay really reinforcing that reassurance while you're riding the wave of even just that kind of physical, that energy that can be coming up quite a lot. Okay. Keep it really simple. What am I learning here? This is all about learning. What am I learning? If even just for this week, you take stock of some behaviors that are not necessarily enhancing your quality of life even just picking one of those stop doing it whether it's even for an hour an afternoon a day two days or a week wherever you're at meet yourself at where you're at if you want to learn faster meet yourself at where you're at 
Stop doing it. See what comes up for you. Notice what's happening in the body. Get curious. Think it inkish about what story you're telling yourself and what what kind of lingo is coming up. And just start with there. Thank you so much for listening. I've been Jacqueline Campion and this has been Calm It Out.